Oh yeah, you gotta have an open <laughs> casket with her. You gotta give the people what they want. All right, we're recording. Uh, okay. Um, hello, and welcome to the Agony Cast, where we are improving culture through friendly competition. Uh, and this time, my guests are. I'm Lars, also known as Doctor Everything. Be all right. I'm Nathaniel, Internet's Mel Judson. Uh, and I'm Jeremy, also known as the Six-Fingered Man, but not for the reason you expect. Um, so, uh, folks who are familiar with our uh, show know that ordinarily we begin with the two-minute win-it round, although um, because it's the summer, we're shaking things up a little bit. Um, under Lars's expert guidance, we've decided uh, instead of uh, responding to a, a prompt in written format, um, we're just going to collaboratively respond to the uh, previously determined prompt, uh, which is uh, identify a celebrity funeral, past or future, and I guess present, in case someone's <laughs> being murdered as we speak. Stack that deck. We are timely, if anything. Right. That should be officiated by David Lynch. Uh, again, this is another one where you might think that this has been... Uh, plotted out in order to coincide with David Lynch's just-released biography, right? right. It's uh, not just a biography, guys. It's it's a lot more than that. True. Uh, do you have familiarity with Room to Dream? Nathaniel? No, I just, I just read a headline. Right. So you might think, oh, you know, well, we did that in keeping with that or with his recent comments about how Trump could be a great president, um, not because of what he's doing, but because he's opening up the presidency to... Uh, uh, you know, a broader range of of applicants. But no, this has been on the list probably for about four years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, just by law of large numbers, it was uh, certain to come up. Uh, and in fact, it's it seems to have coincided with the Hamburglar's second reboot. So. <laughs> uh, so that's what we're going to do is just talk about a celebrity funeral, past or future, that uh, should be officiated by David Lynch. And at a point of clarification, um, do we assume that not, he won't just officiate it, but sort of, you know, arrange it and, you know, re responsible for the whole thing? Well, um, I guess <laughs> you that's think he's, You think he's, he, should, he should be like the funeral planner, like the wedding planner in reverse? I don't, I, yes, I can't, we're not just pitching, right, what, what remarks would David Lynch give, but what kind of funeral would David Lynch produce? <laughs> not that he's just sitting in the audience making comments to himself. <laughs> uh, well, that's a good question, Nathaniel, because if nothing else, we are bound by strict rules. Um, <laughs> I want to know what the parameters of this are. I guess, yeah. I guess we go to Lars on this one? I guess we can figure this out as we go. I mean, if it works better with him planning the whole thing, if he's, you know, going to release the bats at some point, then why not? <laughs> That's oh, well, here's my, here's my sense, my, right? Yes. I think that, I mean, um, we allow a certain amount of time or we sort of feel, <laughs> feel it out. 
with already the, the rules of the very first rules beginning to break down before it starts. <laughs> <laughs> so we allow a certain amount of time. We attempt to decide uh, a set of things in an ever-expanding circle of uh, of detail, right? So okay. who's, who's uh, funeral is he going to officiate? What mm. is going to be in that eulogy? Who else will be there? Et cetera, okay. et cetera, et cetera. See how far we get. I I'm going to close this off right at the beginning because the obvious choice is his own. Boom. <laughs> okay. Let's get to that vote. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, I was thinking um, Rowdy Roddy Piper, but. <laughs> yeah, well, it's well okay, covered. So, so that's yeah. good. So, so uh, as we discussed before the show, I have sent you guys uh, a link to the first thing that came up when I googled celebrity deaths, which was <laughs> a, 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 apparently a series of pictures of celebrity open casket funerals. So that's a pretty rich main uh, for us mm-hmm. to dive into. But then uh, in the effort to, to look for something a little bit more on brand, I googled Twin Peaks actors who have died. Uh, so I also included a link to that on uh on your collective uh, thing but you know the funny thing is uh the the coroner died and the first three pictures are just uh the first three pictures of the 12 picture slideshow are just that coroner over and over and over again oh and then poor miguel ferrer of course hey quick quick question Mm. somewhat relatedly i just want to run this by the 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 agora while i have you here i have a uh you know those funko pop art figurines oh yeah 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 I have one of those of Laura Palmer wrapped in plastic. That was one Whoa. that was sold. Is that too much to keep at my office at work? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. The, um, I mean, uh, is it tasteful? Uh, I don't know. Look it up and get back to me. How, how I just it... wanted your... It's, it's, it's her wrapped up in plastic looking like a dead body. I mean, it's... Like any prop, it's all in how you use it. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. What what is what would it be next to at your office? Erections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Worf from Star Trek Next Generation. Okay. Would you put them in a similar class? I don't know. Why uh, do you have Worf? I like Worf. <laughs> is, he, is this like your good angel and bad angel? Like uh-huh. on the one hand, Worf would be pretty firm in his decision, but on the other hand, yeah, he wants Worf... you to fire the photon torpedoes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, on with his sensors. That's racist or speciesist. Okay, well, back to our regularly scheduled program. Right. Yeah, I'll just cut the forty-five minutes of awkward pause <laughs> right out of this. I'm, let me give myself a visual cue. Cut, <laughs> cut that out, Jeremy. Cut it out. Okay. <laughs> when I Google death, uh, the first thing that came up with was uh, all the opioid deaths. So maybe he could just deliver kind of a, you know speech over all the people who have passed away because of opioid addiction mm-hmm. yeah good choice Lars that's just more of a serious thing you know so we I just have, have my Google jokes. alerts on I'm hoping that if, that if someone famous dies like right now and then we can do a present one yeah but I, I guess who's the most recent you know appropriate corpse right right that's what I keep wondering Anthony I, Bourdain I, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, Bourdain, I guess. How would he do that? How would David Lynch do Anthony Bourdain's? Do you think he'd include some kind of buffet lunch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's cool. You see, I was thinking he may try to eat Bourdain, but I, I think that I don't I, I don't think that Lynch is that way. I think he's weird, but it's not. 
You don't think he'd serve pieces of the corpse right. to mourners. Right. That doesn't that doesn't actually he's not ghoulish yeah. in that way. Right. That doesn't you know. that doesn't that doesn't track. No, no, no. That's like a Cronenberg. Yes. That's right. The flesh. Before and w- once you got there, he'd merge everybody into a single writhing mass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, that's right. That's the Cronenberg or that's the yeah. witch? Oh yes, yes. No. Yes. Yeah, right. Cronenberg's like, so we're going to have a funeral mass. And by funeral mass, I mean everybody <laughs> in attendance at the mass. <laughs> mass funeral. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that that's totally acceptable for him, but Bourdain. Like, I'm trying to think of the things that he would focus on uh, as he talked about Bourdain and his life. You know, it also occurs to me that this is a, a very serious question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now that occurs to you? Yeah. yeah. Now that we're actually naming names, I'm starting to suspect maybe this is a terrible idea. As, well, Lars, look, as, as, as Lars looks into the face of 30 minutes of suicide jokes, he's thinking you, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. As you may recall, I think that this is the final prompt that was left, right? I didn't really think about the decision actively as I was making it. No, oh, we've got for... a whole sheet of winners. Really? This right. was your mistake. <laughs> okay. Well, it's mea culpa, I guess. Mea culpa. Hey, I'm sorry, everybody. Um, Who's really sort of a Lynchian subject, though? Yeah. You know? yeah, that's right. Someone whose passing symbolizes some aspect of Americana run amok. How about D.B. Uh, Cooper? Because sort of dead, sort of alive, you know, uh, lived by jumping out of a plane. So there's some sort of suicide thing. I mean, kind of a non sequitur. Fictional. Fictional, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Okay. We need to pick a dead person, guys. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's... Okay, Joe Jackson, Charles <laughs> Krauthammer. <laughs> Charles, <laughs> Charles Krauthammer could actually be... You know, that, could, that has some potential. His funeral's going to be Lynchian regardless. My grandfather's a big Charles Krauthammer fan. Yeah. My grandfather also dead. He's got fans? How about my grandfather? Uh, I guess... Um, no, maybe not. Just jump on the grenade. <laughs> is that how he went? By the way, Krauthammer is a pretty badass last name, though. <laughs> yeah, especially if you were in World War II against the Germans. Against the Germans? They call me Krauthammer. <laughs> You've been on Krauthammer? Translated, what would that be? Cabbage hammer? Oh, yeah. No, it would be, it would be German hammer. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> well played. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it probably is that, right? I mean, given the Germans' uh, interest in compound words. Sure. When he was really sad, everybody called him Sauerkraut Hammer. <laughs> Waiting for that, huh? Yep. <laughs> All week. All week, guys. It's the only thing in my notes. How does one get a... Is that like a job like Miller? Like I was uh, come from a long line of those who hammer cabbage? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I guess it was prolific enough that there was some dude whose job was making slaw mm-hmm. right aggressively <laughs> well, those, well it is german yeah that's right what else are you gonna yeah what would you hope nine by the way i think we are actually doing the prompt now i think all this discussion is precisely what would happen at a david lynch funeral for charles krauthammer <laughs> I think we've so, got a few elements here. There yeah. will be cabbage slaw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen to this. Uh, I plugged I plugged Krauthammer into the German to English dictionary on uh, reverso.net, which is like the internet's home for high quality translations. I'll be obviously. goddamned if we're pitching free commercials here. <laughs> and so 
it provided uh, information on uh, kraut, and uh, it the definition is herb. Uh, and then out of context, there's a sentence that says, there is no remedy for that. There's nothing anyone can do about that. So mm, I'm not that's sure That's how the that funeral means. starts. There we yep. go. Okay. There we go. Okay, we got our opening line. Dearly beloved. I think that's weddings. There's nothing anyone can do about that. Exactly. But I, okay. No, yeah. I wasn't objecting to it. I was just making sure we we're all on the same page. Corpse is in a dress. <laughs> yep. And I think also there's got to be something about the, um, you know, the 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 ability for the mic to get the reverb. So he probably would like to sound like Prince saying "Dearly beloved" at the beginning of "Let's Go Crazy." Oh yeah. Well, I think we all I think we're all operating the assumption that there's going to be lots of reverb. Oh, yeah. Well, and more importantly, in the background, you just have to assume there's going to be a well-dressed but out-of-date grotesque of some sort. (laughs) To what song is it lip-syncing and gyrating? Um, You know, it's got to be like 60s era. Or I was thinking like a virgin. Or, But I like like where Jeremy's at. Some sort of doo-wop Everly Brothers thing. Tears of a Clown, is that too on the nose? I think uh, so. Yeah, that's good. How about one of those songs where like somebody gets in a car crash and dies and they're up in heaven? Yeah, Tell like, Laura I Love Her or uh, Billy Don't Be a Hero. Like most 50s songs are about horrific car crashes. Yeah, that's true. That's all they did in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that like, uh, Don't Come Back From Dead Man's Curve. Dead that Man's one? Curve, that's an interesting choice. I think that's a little bit later, but still. That's more surf rock, but that's maybe. Fine. How about Grease Lightning? So it's not act. It's it's a song. Oh, an anachronism. Yeah, yeah. And I think that song's also got the line about getting tit, right? I think so. <laughs> All the ones in the Grease Two are pretty filthy. That, that's Grease One. That's Grease One, but the, the, I mean, oh. there's like, uh, there's yeah, the things like the Pussy Wagon, right? So that's pretty rough. So is Grease One a prequel to Kill Bill? Oh, they're in the same universe. This mm-hmm. is the Grease Kill Bill universe. I think uh, Zuko does smoke red apples at some point. <laughs> Not really a deep cut, but there it is. <laughs> I, would, I would call it pretty deep cut. It's going to involve me a few Googles to get to who anybody in that sentence is. <laughs> mm. I keep forgetting the age disparity. Uh, it's bet- it's beyond us. age disparity, though, with you. That's true. I am timeless. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm constant as the North Star. I, right. and timeless was not the word I was going to use. I was going to say something about the spectrum. <laughs> I think that also, yeah, you're not even, t- you're, yeah, you're like, uh, like trapped in a crystal and put in the negative zone, like That's Zod true. from Superman. Yeah. The reason that Hal goes crazy in 2001 to Space Odyssey is he's of a different generation than the astronauts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can we get Jeremy in isolation of Jeremy singing Daisy, Daisy really slowly? <laughs> or at normal speed, but we'll slow it down. Because I want to play that at his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeremy's definitely going to open From the open story. casket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ex- except we won't have the budget to like pull his chin down like in sync with the music, so one of us will have to be up there. Mm-hmm. You, can but then it it with, you can do it with fishing wire, but... Also, rub some peanut butter under my lips, just just for the effect, and see if see if that brings you back from the dead. He's back. He loves peanut butter. Traditional he, wake. Yeah, mm-hmm. my father oh, yeah. does actually want it rigged up so he can wink at people during the wake. <laughs> Man, that's hardcore. Yeah. How's your How's your father's uh, health? Or is that too inside? No, he's 
<laughs> I think we've got a new contender for who's in the casket. <laughs> he has. My he's father. fine. He has practiced his casket poses, though. <laughs> yeah, like not, like more than just at night when he goes to sleep. Like hands over. He also wants one where he has one of those big foam fingers. <laughs> he also wants his last words to be, uh, I lean over and he says, you're next, fucker. <laughs> a, well, if he's a, dead, you've probably been in the ground for a couple of years. That's true. Yeah, that's right. So I think we've made some real strides here. A very erotic uh, wedding dress wearing uh, yep. Charles Crowder. Crowder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. That's where we're at. Is he wrapped in plastic or is he just in the dress? Just the dress. We've got a grotesque <laughs> gyrating in the background to potentially some surf rock. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, this Bowser, is Bowser from Sean and I was back there singing something. Oh yeah, good night, sweetheart. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, it sort of has that like totally uh, on the level and also totally off the level. Is the grotesque um, tall, short, rotund? I think we need to narrow. We need yeah, to get this, I mean, has he this done this ever widening circle? Has he done a tall? I, I think. Yeah, maybe there's, that, there's the tall guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. An amputee? Has he done an amputee? What are those twins who ride motor scooters in the Guinness Book of World <laughs> Records doing? Uh, they might be dead. How about their funeral? Wow. <laughs> I missed this. Are they riding the the? Are they riding it far or hard or together? You know what? Let's just see what the guy of the beard of bees. I don't understand the nature of that. I don't understand <laughs> yeah, the physics that was, of that question. Those are just words. <laughs> Why are they in the Guinness Book of World Records? Uh, they're the world's fattest scooter riding twins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's a cheat. Like any category you have to make up in order to satisfy seems like a real. <laughs> the fingernails are also pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get that guy? How about long just the, how about just like a half dozen people from the Guinness World Book of Records? You know what the best thing about hiring somebody from the Guinness Book is? You don't actually have to hire anybody from the Guinness Book. You can just hire, like, the second or third most impressive person. They'll mm-hmm. be happy to be invited, and, uh, you know, they uh, they cost much less. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got the second longest fingernails. <laughs> Here we go. Surf rock. Wedding dress. Yep, erotic wedding dress. That's right, the peekaboo wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Right. Charles Krauthammer. I think I think in league with the dearly beloved, we seat people whether they're on the bride or the groom's side. Right. Right. That's right. So yeah. So then we've got the first line. The rest pretty much writes itself. Yeah, I think that's true. Dearly beloved, uh, here is a man. There's no way out of this. There's nothing <laughs> that can be done. There's nothing that can be done. Oh no, that's right. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I still have that up? No, I got rid of it, so it's lost to time. But. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. There's nothing anyone could have done. I mean, he was an uh, you know a a, a, pun, a noteworthy pundit. I mean, what are we looking at in terms of the uh, ruling class in attendance at the funeral? How does? Oh yeah, that's right. Who's going to be there? Coke brothers. Mm-hmm. And just uh, just two brothers who are on coke, not like the actual Coke brothers, but like people who are addicted to cocaine. Is can Georgia B. Bush be there like painting? Like there Iraqi refugees into the background of the... Yeah. Gently swaying, yeah. Three of the remaining presidents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Is Barbara Bush still alive? I think she's yeah. mother still no, alive. She, no, she kicked it. Okay. Well, the gray area. <laughs> I mean, we can dig her up. I mean... 
It depends on where. We're just spitballing here. She passed away in April. Um, yeah, it, it depends on. Uh, yeah, but no, she's she's gone. Nothing can be done about this. Now, would Lynch, when a given do. Lynch's um, opinions on our current president, what what role do we see for Trump at the funeral? Well, see, I think Lynch sees this as he sees all his art as a way to unite people, right? Mm. To bring us mm. all together. Yep. Okay. Oh, is that all you got? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's sort of going to be an all lives matters kind of funeral theme. Yeah. Maybe it's a grotesque in a police uniform singing goodnight, sweetheart in the back. I, I don't mean to revise what we've already established, but no, that's we're, we're spitballing here. Yeah, that's right. We want a flashy one. A lot of jewels. A Bobby. Yeah, that's a good choice. Also a, a suggestion here. Is maybe it's David Lynch organized it, but he doesn't actually do it. He has David Byrne come in and do everything as. Oh yeah, there we go. People just like, a performance piece. Kind of yeah, in one of them big, big suits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what he's doing. Yeah. I think the big suits are back. Audio really? visual makes everyone in the uh, audience sing along. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's good. And the coffin is on wheels, so it can be wheeled around in choreography. Uh, and you know, he's probably, uh, Byrne is probably going to trot out a talking head song, but not, you know, uh, not a a number one. Like we're not going to hear, um, you know, this is not my beautiful house. Right. Um, we're not going to hear serial killer a little too much. Maybe sugar on my tongue. Yes. Oh, hey. So who wants a fun story about my recent surgery? Okay. Here we go. Let's do it. So. The, Is Charles doc- Krauthammer involved? No. So the doctor asked <laughs> me what if I wanted music, and I said, "What would you if you could pick? What would you pick?" And she said, "David Byrne." And she then, didn't say "Great Balls of Fire." No. Um, and then so we played his album that he did with Saint Vincent, but she had "Sugar on My Tongue" stuck in her head, and she kept singing it while she was giving me a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Yeah. Are you awake for this? Yeah. Yeah, they don't I don't think they give that It's a local. Well, I assume when they remove your penis and testicles, they put <laughs> you under. Again, not what that was. <laughs> I'm pretty right. sure. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. I mean, we just read about that uh that guru fellow who snowed all those people. I just assumed mm. that was why the sharing of that news was apropos. Also, I know you. Yeah. And you're someone who's going to bump it up to business class and get the whole thing taken care of. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You never, you know, while you're down worker. there. Well, she was German, so she did eat it. <laughs> Maybe that's what a crowd hammer is. Yep. There we there go. There we go. We did it. All right. Well, this topic's exhausted me. Nailed it. Yeah. So I think we pretty well got it planned out. Yeah. We know who's going to be speaking, we know who's going to be in the box, we know how he's going to be dressed. We know the entertainment in the background. That's mm-hmm. right. I think we re- I think we did it, and you guys, thank you for participating in this experiment. Um, hey, it was a failure. So let's go back to the normal way after this. <laughs> but now we know. I apologize. The audience will never realize it because this is going to be edited to about forty seconds. <laughs> yep. Jeremy, just, uh, edit this. It's just going to be limited to the just <laughs> the two minute when it was about fun stories from vasectomies. Right. That's right. Um, so I guess we got that wrapped up. Let's go ahead and uh, move into the speed round. Speed round. No interstitial? <laughs> <laughs> Is that part of a vasectomy? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my interstitials are really tender right now. 
So uh, this is where we respond in an impromptu fashion to uh, randomly determined prompts. Geez, it's, it's barely different than what we just did. Uh, the first yeah. one is suggestions for Ryan's new passion project. So that's, uh, you know, it's a good time to do that since he's not with us. Um, he's still alive. I don't think David Lynch is planning his funeral, but um, he's, he's not in this episode. What are some suggestions for his new passion project? Oh, and he is a man of such passion. It's hard to say. Right. No, that's definitely true. I mean, I think the cuss cast is, is over. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's run its course. But, you know, you might be onto something there, though. Um, I really liked his, uh, his uh, two truths and a lie. Although in Ryan's yes. world, somehow it was like four truths and right. two and a half lies. <laughs> the, the, the numbers got all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I liked him doing that. So maybe he has a podcast for that. Which is inside of the cuss cast, which is inside okay. of the agony cast. That's yeah. great. More truths and if, and more lies. True lies. And they're all his too, because he's got enough, I think, to. Well, that's the thing. His his you know background, his exposition is so unusual. <laughs> uh, we could be mining that vein for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, what about? I mean, maybe in a kind of a David Lynchian way, he never reveals what's true and what's lies. It's just. <laughs> A sort of a constant welcome to Night Vale sort of... Right. And he reveals that they've all been true, so the season finale is pretty horrifying. Right. Oh, yeah. That's and like special episodes on other mixtapes my dad has smashed <laughs> with the rock. Yeah. Other bands my father thinks are probably from the devil. Mm-hmm. I've got to assume that his dad made mixtapes just to smash them. <laughs> yeah. He thought it was more efficient. <laughs> this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Yeah. <laughs> scrambled eggs mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. uh, I mean that, that's I think this is good I was I was assuming he would do a patter cast um, after all the James Patterson Bill Clinton stuff that's but true who's, I don't know the Michener the guy that does the there like, we go Alaska yeah I think Mich- it needs to be another Mich-cast. author author base because I want to see Ryan tracking down these authors and being out in the field. I mean, what I loved about the Cuss cast was the, was the field recording he did. Yeah. You know, so I guess it's sort of like serial. You know, every time he's got, you know, a uh, season that's based on a particular author, mm-hmm. he tracks that person to his or her home and recruits them into his adventures. That's yeah. right. Um, will, will, uh, will he also make sure that the people that he attempts to exonerate are probably guilty? Right. Maybe yeah. that could be one of the uh, mm-hmm. additional requirements. They are definitely guilty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then who would be so? And then you have to. They'd also have to have some group that was after them. So I'm assuming James Mishner has probably has like you know radical Inuits chasing him down. Right. Yeah. And Hawaiians. Yeah, we got to get Ryan out of the studio. I think his passion's in the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a good idea. We would allow people to skip as long as they made a field recording. Well, not allow. How about well, one where he just tries to track down reclusive authors? Oh, yeah, that's good. Recluse cast. It's just mm-hmm. him, a ham radio, and Thomas Pinchon. <laughs> that's what it's called, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, he has to either find the famous person or find a, a kind of a, a lunatic who's willing to inhabit that character. Or a medium. Or just a decent ham. I mean, we've got a void with Anthony <laughs> Bourdain. Right. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. How about it's it's also it's he does a podcast which just called Ham, and then each like one week he interviews a ham, and then one week he talks about ham radios, and then he has John Ham on. You know, That's he just great. does hams. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 ham ham the ham cast the pod ham ham radio the ham radio yeah the ham radio hour well there we solved that one we did it okay all right um so let's see the second one is pitch a romantic comedy starring Judy Dench and Channing Tatum <laughs> and it really feels like we've done this before <laughs> although uh, I think the previous what what was the previous one. I think it was Diane Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was essentially identical. So maybe we can just, maybe I can just cut in old footage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of great romantic comedies starring Judy Dench and Channing Tatum. I mean, I guess the obvious one is right there. Um, you remake Harold and Maude. Oh, yeah, uh, that's good. Except yeah. now Harold is really handsy and aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or there could be like... Um... Oh, and the name of the movie is uh, Chench. <laughs> oh, yeah. <no. laughs> oh, God, that's awful. How about Tanch? Oh, Tanch. That's pretty good, too. So uh, here's a question. What about... What would be the best, like, mashup of previous characters that they've done? Um... Also, Channing Tatum is her step-grandson. Oh, that's good. Because not related by blood. That would actually be the film's tagline. They're they're not related by blood. It's cool. They're not related by blood. In fact, the uh, theme song is just exposition about their relationship. (laughs) Oh, it's okay because they're not related by blood. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that's kind of a banjo theme. I think like a... I mean, he's been in, what, he was 21 Jump Street? Like a... And she's played M. Some kind of like, you know... Lethal Weapon, Buddy Cop kind of oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I assume both of those films are in the Chenchverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I always think maybe like his character from Foxcatcher and her Elizabeth, like Queen Elizabeth. Uh huh. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like he's the re- he's the wrestler. He's the best wrestler in the realm, mm-hmm. and he's needed for this secret mission against Spain. But in order to get them together, does there have to be some sort of time slippage? Uh, yeah, that's so it's right. it's also time after time or forever. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's a he's an ace World War One pilot who's frozen. Okay, and then he goes back. <laughs> to <Renaissance laughs> he's frozen <laughs> for some reason. Time reverses. He defrosts <laughs> in Elizabethan England. That's right. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, he flies. He flies through a through a thing. Like, or maybe we could just expand this universe that Nathaniel has created, where World War One precedes the reign of Elizabeth the First. Yeah, but uh, I don't. Oh, know. you guys think I'm talking about the one in the teens? No, I'm talking about the. Uh, oh, the very first World the War. The very first World War. <laughs> yeah, that Queen Elizabeth was a big part of. Yeah, that's right. Which and, is he, and he was a pilot, but like you know, like a navigator on a ship is what I meant yeah, by pilot. That's right. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good save. So then, yeah, he's the best. Has anybody seen Jupiter Ascending? <laughs> no. Is that the plot? No. <laughs> yes. No, he's in it, but it's some kind of like wolf creature. So he has like pointy ears. Right. And That's all of his right. hair. He has like a uh, like a dye job blonde chin beard. Well, yeah. Dame Dench is into furries. Yeah. yeah that's and he has part. like hover rollerblades. It's preposterous. Right. That's right. Yeah, he's like a man dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he fucks Mila Kunis. <laughs> Well, yeah, well played. Right. 
Is there a way they could be in a romantic comedy that is romance, but not physically consummated? I like that. I'm just thinking of the viewing public. Yeah, yeah. right. And there's is, and is the it consummated for filth, or is it consummated but like in her style, where it's just voices in a with a black screen? Right. They have to, and like, then she's like, "Oh, not there, young man." They have to approach. <laughs> she has to be under a sheet. <laughs> Wait, okay, it's right in front of us. She yeah. plays Charles Crowdhammer. <laughs> he plays the hospice nurse. They grow close as he, you know, gently ushers him into the, the hereafter. That's so good. is their last act, they consummate the relationship and then she passes away? Because oh. that's how he gets off. <laughs> <laughs> that's his thing. Yeah. Right. That's why he does hospice care. So she's people listening, uh, which they're literally (laughs) tens, realize that much of this is getting cut out. This is what stayed. (laughs) So Uh, what you're hearing are the keepers. This is this past muster. That's another. Was that was those claps you just did? That was your your reminder to keep this in. Yep. That wasn't me. That was me. Oh, okay. I think that that might have been the the FCC. Yeah. Yeah, they're at my door doing a slow clap. Yeah, did it. Okay. Well, the good news is we've we've uh, we've hit upon a, a blockbuster uh, romantic comedy starring Judy Dench and Channing Tatum. Um, let's wrap things up with our third one here. What is the that that Meatloaf won't do for love? Jesus Christ! Again, t- timely, as if ripped from the early nineties. What is the that that Meatloaf won't do for love? Uh, he w- maybe you won't eat diet meatloaf. You got that? I think so. You just lose leaner ground beef and not so much egg. Oh, you think you? Oh, you think it's delicious enough that he would do that? No, he doesn't look like he skipped a whole bunch of meals. Yeah, I would think like jumping jacks. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't You'll fat do- shame him. <laughs> I'll do anything for love, but I won't do jumping jacks. Yeah. Okay. Does it have to rhyme with that so it fits in the song? Oh yeah. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do... Crack? <laughs> well, that's a partial rhyme at best, but... Yeah. I think this is all partial at best. I won't do black. I won't wear a hat? <laughs> but I won't do hat. You know, uh, Meatloaf won't do that for love, and Bobby Caldwell knows what you won't do for love. <laughs> do you think those two are a couple? Oh, I see. Their songs, it's a kind of call and response kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So the answer is is that guy whose name I forgot already? We still don't know what this act is. But Bobby but... wants it. <laughs> okay, so we've got a clue <laughs> there. Yeah. Too, yeah, he can't take it without it. Yeah. And, and then uh, 10CC has the things we'll do for love, so they seem to know. Although they don't mention them. Is it just like meet his mother or something like that? Could be. Private man. That really his parents his parents aren't cool with him being out. You mean M-E-A-T? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won't meatloaf his parents. <laughs> Make them into meat. See, mm-hmm. and I mean, the knee-jerk response is this is all sexual, but I don't think it's that, you know? Right. That's true. That's why I thought, yeah, meet his parents. It's, it's some kind of really significant sticking point in their relationship. Right. I'm trying to think of something in my own life that may resonate with this. You know, something that's fairly quotidian, but it's like, no, that's a line for me. Yeah, yeah that's right. 
Making eye contact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not count pasta as people fall on the, make it fall on the floor. I, I feel like, um, yeah, for me, it's planning things. I'm really bad at planning stuff. So if I was the sole planner of a family vacation, I think that that would be something I might not do for love. You just won't do it. Yeah, not for love or money. Maybe it's like Meatloaf is really, you know, doesn't. it's like he doesn't want to adopt a child or something like that. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, he won't adopt. Or, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, he will only have natural... Um, yeah, Child, I'll know it's you know. I'll know it's not mine. Right. Oh, that's that really casts a pallor over the song. Fart noise. Well, you know, it's gone from He's... rock anthem to really detailed conversation about reproduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, and reproductive rights. Or, you know, he's a little closed-minded. You know, he'll adopt, yeah. but he doesn't want a baby yeah. from a foreign country. That's oh, right. That sounds like him too. Yeah, yeah kind of does. Son of a bitch. Like only somebody from Europe. Like only a European baby. Right. A few of those Nordics. Get some of them in America. Mm-hmm. Meatloaf. I feel, I feel sorry for him. What's he doing? Just, make, just making meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Maybe now Ryan's got a topic for his first uh, passion yes. project. There we go. Yes, What him. is he doing? What would the, would, it, would the title, like, you know, in line with Serial, just be called That? Question mark? Interesting. Welcome back to That? Or ham, comma, meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) Ham meatloaf. Yeah, right. Ugh, I won't do that. No, we're through the looking glass here, people. Get Ryan on the phone. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, where is he? I thought he was, is he dead? On and off. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's in a Lynchian double helix pattern. He's a Zombiever, which is a movie I have seen. Yeah, that's right. That does that's exist right. and that I have It was seen. on Netflix and they just kept putting it in front of me. So finally I'm just like, you know, whatever. What do you think? It's pretty bad. I was hoping for a little bit more than that, I guess. <laughs> there oh, are, there it is, right on the there face are, of it. There are beavers that are zombies. And if they bite you, you become a zombie, but you get a tail and buck teeth. Huh. Really? And there's some, there's some light full frontal, there's some light frontal nudity. Okay. Well, that Boy, makes sense. just took the straightest line possible on that one, didn't they? <laughs> there's, yeah. yeah. There's boobs. Are uh, Dame Judy Dench and Channing Tatum in it? Is there uh, a place for them? Do okay. the boobs run all the way down the torso? Are there six <laughs> sets? No, they didn't go. That was actually my. If you read my review, mm-hmm. that's you'll know it's. I did it under a. Pseudo- the title of which is "I can't finish with this." <laughs> Yeah, they don't become... I don't know how many nipples beavers have. I guess they have a... Sounds like a job for Google. Yeah, somebody looked this up. Lars, yeah, I'm assuming you've got Google pulled up. Yeah, well, I'm not, you know what? I, I want to retain some sort of mystery in my relationship with Google, so I might just put a skip on that. Okay, go ahead and bing it then. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. All right, bing. Maybe this is all what Meatloaf won't do for love. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right, well, let's put a button on that. Uh, normally, it's time for the vote. Um, right. what are we voting on? <laughs> says America. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we'll just do the the next topic here at the top of the list, which is justify your top five favorite Halloween songs, not including Monster Mash, <laughs> which of course is accurate because Monster Mash is not a Halloween song. At no point. In the Monster Mash, does anyone acknowledge what time of year it is? That's true. It's, it's probably That's not true. Halloween. It could just be the middle of the summer. 
Monsters are always monsters all year round. Yeah. They're always mashing. Don't judge them. So justify your top five favorite Halloween songs, not including Monster Mash. Uh, and we'll go back to our traditional uh, sketch something out, and then we'll, we'll chat about it. All right, so uh, we hope you'll be with us next time. We don't have a way to end these. Uh, a, a female beaver has four nipples but can have more than four kits. The nipples are only visible when she's pregnant or lactated by feeding her kits. Oh, that's true.